0: I spend a lot of time at home, so I'm eating a lot of the same things right now. That's why I love HelloFresh. It offers so many recipes to choose from, and each week it can help you break out of your recipe rut. And spoiler alert, they're delicious recipes.
1: There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes every week with fresh, high-quality ingredients, 90% of which come from local growers to ensure the freshest recipes.
0: And HelloFresh offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family, cutting out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips. That's how you know HelloFresh is committed to giving back, taking extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe. I eat everything, so I'm very skeptical when a meal kit service is like, we have so much variety, love us. But HelloFresh has 21 very different, very delicious meal options with a variety of ingredients, so I won't ever get bored. I'm very excited to try the Thai pork spring roll in a bowl, and I added some shrimp in there for my protein pack extra. Go to HelloFresh.com 80Ghost and use code 80Ghost to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping in your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 80Ghost and use code 80Ghost to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Have you ever found yourself reading the Wikipedia synopsis of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because you're too scared to watch it for yourself, but you're just so curious? What about The Conjuring?
1: I command you to reveal yourself!
0: I can't even imagine how anyone can watch this movie. <laughs> Each week on Too Scary Didn't Watch, we recap horror films for all the scaredy cats out there. With help from special guests like armchair experts Monica Padman. The Ring is the movie that I remember being like, I can hardly contain, like I'm so scared. A funny feeling host, Betsy Sidaro. It's my favorite thing to just... Scream horror movie plots at people. <laughs> we love it. It's our favorite thing, too. It's so much fun. <laughs> New episodes of Too Scary Didn't Watch are released every Wednesday and are available wherever you get your podcasts or at tooscarydidntwatch.com. An alien epidemic. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm
1: Jason Horton.
0: And this is Ghost Town.
1: Residents of Berkshire County, Massachusetts, recall their baffling, terrifying experience with a UFO on the night of September 1st, 1969, and we are talking about Episode 5 of Unsolved Mysteries, Berkshire UFO.
0: That's right. We're back. We've watched them. I've watched them all through this time. This is one of those... Episodes that really harkens back to the old Unsolved Mysteries. We've got aliens. We've got a town tormented. We have, you know, these stories and people not believing other people just fracturing the town. Points of contention. I really enjoyed it.
1: It's also, to for people that aren't familiar with either the show or all the episodes, this is the only episode that isn't a crime, a true yes. crime, which is kind of odd out of six episodes – there's only one that is not like that, which almost mm-hmm. makes it. S- it's, 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 I mean, I don't want to call it a palate cleanser, but it it, it is mm-hmm. kind of odd with how sad some of the other
0: ones are. Yes. And real and very like speaking to human nature. This one speaks to no human nature, just alien. It's a story. Times. I mean, it's
1: a, it's you know, it's, it's a story types. for you to believe or not believe or, uh-huh. or, kind of take it for what it is
0: yeah exactly again it's interesting too because i was i went back and watched some of the old ones after i watched this for our podcast and there are so many paranormal and alien ones most of them are this kind of like lofty crime stories with lots of twists and turns this really doesn't have a lot of twists and turns this is a lot of storytelling to culminate in the possibility of the existence of aliens and abductions
1: i'm going into this as a A warning. Extremely skeptical.
0: Yeah, skeptical.
1: Uh Although I, in a general sense, do believe that there's other life forms out there. Mm -hmm. For those, you think you, you know, humans the only ones out there? I do not believe that. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I believe every story I'm Mm -hmm. told. I do believe that people believe these things, which is, I guess, the difference.
0: Totally. I don't think
1: it's a ruse. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know I guess I just can kind of contest the legitimacy of it. However, that doesn't mean I want to not hear about it. I I want yeah. people to talk about it and and celebrate it because f- for whatever it means to other people, I don't want to stand in the way of that. Mm-hmm. But this particular story or group of stories, it's good, it's interesting.
0: There's specifics involved that you're like, "Whoa, okay."
1: But there's also, to me, the skeptic in me, I feel like it's very easy for a skeptic to be like, hmm, yeah, some things don't add up. And that's not a nefarious thing. It's not a, a mm-hmm. negative thing. It's just to me, I'm, I can't help but to take what I'm looking at and digest it and then form an opinion. An mm-hmm. uneducated – I wasn't there in 1969. No. So it's an uneducated – Opinion.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that is how you are too like, I think you're like, well, I'm open to this, but also knowing what we know, and also the overt nature of abductions. You that's what I have trouble getting over where there's something in the sky, there's people levitating, there's people leaving and coming back time jumps, that stuff feels a lot more provable or easier to pin down than let's say, you know, like a ghost story or like something where it's like a little bit more private, a little bit more contained. It's so it feels so public to me in so many ways. But it's interesting because we do talk about something that this episode touches on at least um the Google Drive touches on, which is the Air Force putting out the tapes of the UFOs that they witnessed and
1: that and was, that definitely helps, mm-hmm. I think, to, t- well, what it does is it helps prop up every story. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, remember when I told you that? Well, now do you see this? That to me, I don't, I don't think, I think, don't think it necessarily correlates specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I see, I told you when I was, well, maybe in, in a general sense, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, why you were, you know, couldn't come into work this week. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you were abducted. Like, see, I, like, you know, wow, look the Air at, Force released is, it. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm totally open to that. And and, and I, I think that's great. But I think what it does is it props up a lot of it doesn't prove other people's stories. It mm-hmm. might for people that are like, I don't think the aliens There's no it's just humans mm-hmm. and animals and mammals and zygotes and amoeba and, and mm-hmm. everything in between. And that's it. That's for that. But for these specific stories, especially when we're talking about you know 50 years ago yeah i don't think this one necessarily props this one up but i guess we'll we'll get into it i'll start with a little if you've watched it or not just to either refresh you or if you're not planning on watching it spoilers ahead sort of
0: abound i mean mean, what is a spoiler there's really no yeah because there's no guess what people get abducted it happened
1: yeah it's 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 these individual stories where the berkshires and Mm -hmm. we've how do you pronounce Is it? Berkshire Berkshire, Berkshire, Berkshire? We don't know. And I looked up pronunciations, and I'm going with Berkshires, even Berkshires. though I want to say the he wants Berkshires. He Berkshires.
0: Berkshires.
1: So maybe we'll just switch it in the middle. If we're wrong, we probably are. Eventually, some of the ways we're going to be saying it are wrong. Yeah. but You
0: know what we mean, though. Yeah. Maybe our brains were abducted.
1: Maybe we jumbled. just won't show up to Western Massachusetts where the Berkshires...
0: Are. If I'm not welcome in Western Massachusetts, oof. where are you welcome? Sorry, it's such a rough year.
1: But it's it's really scenic, really cultural. It's mm-hmm. a great place to get away. Or yeah, something. I was just
0: watching Real Housewives of New York before I watched this episode, and they also have it in the Berkshires. And I was like, all right, Dorinda, tell me the truth. What happened to you last night? Was it Rose or an abduction? Exactly. Answer me.
1: So you've been kind of ensconced doing in research? Berkshires. Yeah, that's not research. <laughs> I watched seasons <laughs> three and four over again,
0: I just to be down. thorough. I've got some theories.
1: So there were six people from four different parts of the Berkshires, and they mm-hmm. did not, for the most part, didn't, all their stories, they didn't like know each other. Mm-hmm. And it's purported on Netflix is like, we're finally talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's sort of true, but also it sort of makes it seem like unsolved mysteries i don't know, i don't know how they would know about this if it was never spoken about but it it's been spoken about pretty robustly
0: yes absolutely some of these people, aspects of it anyway yeah have been featured on other shows this is a pretty well reported ufo case i would say just from the exposure that it's gotten in the past but they do there's a giant song and dance in this show about them Disclosing this and people not believing them and them living their lives and finally having a network to kind of reckon with it, which
1: and it's just not. It's not necessarily. It's a lot of
0: airtime spent,
1: and it's uh, fifty years in the making, and it becomes mm-hmm. part of people's you know life and personality and what makes. It, and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. I mean, I think that's
0: yeah. We've talked know. about that a lot too. Like this identity of of having this experience kind of becomes larger than life, and I I don't mean to say that in a way that discount someone's experience but i mean to say it's so out there it's so unique that of course it's going to be interesting to others of course it's going to become this thing that it makes you who you are
1: and how you remember things 50 mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. it, is it possible that it can change over 50 years I, yeah. I believe that you know if it was last week and your story changes 10 times you know okay but 50 mm-hmm. years ago yeah it's to be expected yes i'm not i'm not even 50
0: You're not even 50 yet?
1: No. That's how long (laughs) ago this was. I'm not even 50 yet.
0: Wow. We're really going back in history.
1: So what I want to do is I want to recap each person's story. And I'm Mm -hmm. taking this directly from Netflix, their description, because there's other descriptions out there. And since this is Netflix is is presenting this to us, I want to give the information that they are offering. Yes.
0: And I think that's also a really important part of this episode specifically, the storytelling and the way that this who the director directs this episode i think they're really trying to talk about a message and they really have a viewpoint versus the other ones which it feels like it's not as controlled i would say yeah
1: it's like kind of here's we're reporting reporting this and the humanity of it is if you find it in there great but it's, it's not necessarily in there
0: yeah this one i feel like they're really kind of steering the ship so i'll let you go
1: Tommy Warner, age 10, in Great Barrington. It's the last day of summer before school is scheduled to start. Tommy is with the neighborhood kids next door. He hears a voice in his head urging him to leave, go home. He thinks God is talking to him, so he takes off running. But on his way home, Tommy's friends and neighbor see him vanish into thin air, and he doesn't reappear for seven minutes. It's during this time period that Tommy believes he was transported to a UFO. The next thing he remembers, he's in his backyard, pinned to the ground by an unexplainable beam of light. When he's released, he runs home terrified. And if you're thinking, great, do they interview the people that saw him disappear? No. No. And I'm going to start this off. One of my major gripes with this is you only hear from the people that it happened to. Mm -hmm. And then secondhand, I saw Tommy disappear. Mm -hmm. Yes, this was reported to me specifically. It's always somebody else yeah the, the new person that works at the radio station mm-hmm. uh the somebody's father so yeah. you only have the original people and then second and third and fourth hand and that is a huge hole i believe in all of this That's because some of these things oh oh uh, yeah I, you know i know there's a one person that said you saw one of them running in place mm-hmm. and and stuff like that but for the most part a lot of these things where it's like where somebody physically was there, and mm-hmm. then they weren't there, and they reappeared, and those are in here. There is nobody corroborating that except for the person telling the story. Yes. Have that person there to kind of hear them explain it. You don't get any of that in this, and that yeah. is my probably my biggest problem with this whole episode. True.
0: Now, granted, a lot of these people are dead. So that makes yes. sense, and a lot of the people that this happened to were very young, like thirteen. I think they're all right. They're they're very very young. The board.
1: But there's there's a bunch of people. Times mm-hmm. the amount of people that claim to be involved, and you don't get any, like nothing. You get yeah. zero information if you're looking for uh, any documentation reports. Mm -hmm. Things getting categorized, you're going to get absolutely – in 50 years, you're going to get zero of Mm -hmm. it. And does that mean it's not true? No. Would it help if there was a little something beside take my word for it? You're getting a lot of take my word for it in this. And I know I've only said the first one, but that was a first thing. (laughs) You're coming
0: out guns blazing against these poor people. Well,
1: I mean – When somebody disappears and reappears and other people, you know, are claimed to be there, Mm -hmm. you don't get one – you get nothing.
0: Yeah. And that's – Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I I also agree with you. But I also – it's like, okay, do we want the boring story of someone looking, being confused, and then being done? Or do we want the story of the person getting abducted and the details around it? So, of course, you're going to pay more attention to the testimonials themselves because that's what we're all tuning in Mm -hmm. for. But you're right. You're right. I would love to see uh, some kind of talking head where they're like, and I saw them, and they were gone, and they were back. Nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing.
1: And they all can't be dead.
0: All of them are dead. You
1: know, it, it, I don't think it's, you know, every single person that was bore witness to this mm-hmm. or was told about this. Can or, we ask uh, the
0: pony that that yeah. kid was riding? Dead. If it's a pony. Oh. Okay,
1: we're going to move on to Melanie Bauman, 14, saw a blinding light and a huge craft. On the same summer evening, just a mile or two away, Melanie Bauman, 14, is enjoying an ice cream cone parked by a lake with her family. Suddenly, they're shocked to see a blinding light and a huge craft rising out of the water in front of the car. Melanie and her siblings scream and try to hide as her father attempts to follow the mystifying craft. The next thing Melanie remembers, she's left alone in the dark on a sandy lakefront, left to find her way home like Tommy. She believes she was abducted. She's in a mm-hmm. car with her family. Yeah. Disappears.
0: Mm-hmm. She's
1: gone. Reappears by some marsh and has to find her way home. All we get from her is, oh, yeah, yeah, my my sister, like, doesn't believes. really remember. Yeah. Dad, I mean, mm-hmm. he's obviously probably, is, is probably past. At some point, you'd be like, dad, remember when I disappeared from the car? Yeah. And you, f- I was, by some marsh, walking home with my ice cream cone, mm-hmm. he's either going to say, no, that never happened. Yes, I remember that happening. Or I don't know. I don't even if he says like, ah, baby, mm-hmm. I don't remember that happening. So that's another one of those things. And they don't address it. Yeah. It's just, oh, oh you want somebody to corroborate it? Well, let me tell you, take it mm-hmm. from me. My sister doesn't necessarily remember, but she might remember a little bit. And that's... Yeah, we don't really
0: hear from her at all, too. So that's one of those things where it's
1: like, saying you see something, seeing a light, things Mm -hmm. are shaking and moving. Yeah, definitely could be. But when you just straight up disappeared in a child... He's like, remember when your child was in your care and your child disappeared and ended up on some other end of town? Yeah. Having to walk home? Do you remember that? That, to me, is kind of like not something where... I mean, unless the, you know, unless the parents were like, well, <laughs> I, don't, mm. I don't know. And I, and I wonder if you could run into the parents at any point in time and be like, yeah, so Melanie says she disappeared. You're like, what are, you, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my brother was lost on a cruise ship for about 10 hours. My parents were hysterical and they will never let us forget it.
1: So. And, and that's from like a cruise ship where you c- could – be missing very easily this Mm -hmm. one is just in the car and is just not there anymore and you're like well we have other kids i mean what do you do or it's like well it must be aliens so (laughs) that to me is something and i find a lot of other people online are kind of like yeah i mean it's it's a very it's a story that you're telling and there's other people that were there but we're only hearing from the person that it's beneficial to tell the story yeah it's like do you want you an alibi Listen, the people that you need it from, I'm going to let you know that they will say that I was their officer. Mm-hmm. And the officer's like, good enough. Yeah. Put it on Netflix.
0: <laughs> exactly. And this, again, is one of the only stories where we need to be convinced to believe, too. The other ones, a murder happened. You know, the other ones, someone went missing. You don't have to believe that it happened. This one, they're asking you to believe this thing, and it's engineered to make you want to believe it.
1: So like Tommy, she believes she was abducted in Sheffield, the next town over. Then the Reed family drives through a Mm -hmm. covered bridge on their way home. They exit the bridge. Their car is surrounded by terrifying, brightly colored lights. The family has a sensation of dropping deep underwater. Then 10-year-old Tom Reed, his younger brother, mother, and grandmother, find themselves inside what seems like an enormous, bizarre warehouse. Tom is placed on a metal table and hears the voices of his mother and brother. They sound frantic. The next thing they know, the entire family wakes up back in the car.
0: In different spots right yeah
1: yeah they the mother and grandmother switch cuz like the grandmother switched. doesn't
0: drive and like it's like we were put in yeah. different places very creepy very terrifying but we only get his story
1: yes mm-hmm. jane yeah. green encountered the ufo while driving home with a friend that evening jane green 42 a respected citizen of great barrington community also encounters the UFO as she's driving home with a friend. She sees a huge bright light in front of her car. She stops along with other amazed drivers and witnesses what seemed to be an alien aircraft hovering at eye level completely silent. Jane says this was the most profound experience in her life. Could be. Could be. I mean, could be. Also could be. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I saw it. That was weird. Let's deduce what we think that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh Aliens, is it, Uh, you know, the... A star exploded. Um, It's an experiment by the government. It's kind of retrofitting it, Mm -hmm. I guess. Or not. Or it's, you know, it's exactly what they say it is. Yeah. All these witnesses to the UFO never spoke about the sighting, fearing ridicule. But now 50 years later, they have decided to tell their stories. Though No one expects an explanation for what they encountered. They hope others who also saw the craft will come forward to validate their experience.
0: Sure. And again, not exactly true. A lot of people have reported their own story and different things. Tom Reed, who we talked about the second to last one, was featured in Ancient Aliens and said some more information about the ship looking like an ice cream cone. And then uh, being on the autopsy table and seeing like the generic alien description an insect like figure above, like stick like legs, like bamboo limbs you know, you know it, you know, the story kind of a thing. Um, It's also interesting, too, uh, in the Google Drive, the other testimonials in there, did you find them to help or hurt your skepticism?
1: I actually, I mean, help. I mean, everything, I guess, helps. Again, it wasn't unique information. Mm -hmm. There was some things that actually made me want to look up other things, so it kind of led me down other roads. Mm-hmm. Before we go down those roads, do you want to go down the road of a break? A break road? Yeah, let's go down a break road.
0: Old time break road. I spend a lot of time at home, so I'm eating a lot of the same things right now. That's why I love HelloFresh. It offers so many recipes to choose from, and each week it can help you break out of your recipe rut, and spoiler alert, they're delicious recipes.
1: There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes every week with fresh, high-quality ingredients, 90% of which come from local growers to ensure the freshest recipes.
0: And HelloFresh offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family, cutting out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips. That's how you know HelloFresh is committed to giving back, taking extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe.
1: HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charities in 2019, and this year is stepping up their food donations. It's easy to see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit.
0: I eat everything, so I'm very skeptical when a meal kit service is like, we have so much variety, love us. But HelloFresh has 21 very different, very delicious meal options with a variety of ingredients so I won't ever get bored. I'm very excited to try the Thai pork spring roll in a bowl and I added some shrimp in there for my protein pack extra.
1: There are 15-minute meal kits if you're in a hurry or if you want to treat yourself. There are delicious time-tested classics from the Culinary Collection. I am very excited for the Parmesan-crusted chicken and the apricot-glazed grilled chicken with goat cheese, zucchini, and grilled asparagus.
0: Mm. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80Ghost and use code 80Ghost to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping in your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 80Ghost and use code 80Ghost to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details.
1: Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies.
0: At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper converged infrastructure is challenging.
1: Like me switching to Decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it.
0: Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility.
1: Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash delltech. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. How's everyone doing? How are you? Holding on?
0: Barely. Same I've here.
1: Read. Yeah, we're doing it too. We're.
0: Oof. I've aged so much in the past week since we last spoke
1: i looked in the mirror i was like you look, don't look you mirror. look like a 23 year old you should be ashamed of yourself when normally you look 19 i hate oh it oh my
0: god it. this is taking a toll on you yeah this is Clearly. really
1: really this is wow. tough for me uh we want to say hello to the mayors
0: hello mayors
1: hello to all the mayors brandon gaddis chris witt yes in the house
0: that's right i was just going through Um, and uh, jeanette link
1: jeanette link we have ben
0: forsyth ben forsyth he's into it
1: Uh, lauren pasick
0: that's right all
1: here all here Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna add something to the mayor patreon you know what it is don't say what it is but it'll be in late september you mayors
0: are in for a delight
1: yeah a tiny little it's not really tiny tree it's pretty big it's
0: pretty big it's a pretty big i don't know it's pretty big tree tree we have we have change your life which
1: we haven't i haven't haven't mentioned really publicly yet no but uh we will soon
0: secret too yeah mm -hmm. we got secrets you don't know everything about us yes me
1: but we will tell you
0: oh yeah please do you want to know
1: i want to thank the app himalaya
0: Podcast yeah. app, great
1: app. They featured us on their bedtime stories. That's right.
0: I like other bedtime stories from hell. Yeah, it's like <laughs> our
1: annoying voices. <laughs> great. But they are launching a, a new platform at the end of July called Himalaya Learning, which includes many exclusive podcasts in the Himalaya app. Hopefully it will be one of them. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All centered around an education slash learning theme. No, we're out.
0: Oh, my God. We
1: are out. Well, yeah, well we, maybe. I don't how know. How do you
0: like learning from us and us learning from the internet?
1: So check out the Himalaya app. You can download it. It's great. They're nice. And they're Himalaya app on yeah. all the socials and Himalaya.com. Yeah,
0: that's right. And also the things that we were featured with, great podcasts, too. They're very good at curating their materials their specific podcasts and i appreciate that about them and i think you will too
1: we got a nice rate and review on apple podcast this is from anita Camila. i would 10 out of 10 recommend this i'm a super boring person so are we mm-hmm. and don't hang out with anyone so listening to podcasts is Us what i've been too. doing yeah this is the best one. The hosts are super funny, and I love the stories they provide. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. That's um, so nice. Yeah, thank you. And if you can rate and review on an Apple Podcast, if you can go to our YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, which is Ghost Town Podcast, you can find it. If you subscribe or you just play a video or play a video in the playlist, mm-hmm. that helps us. Definitely. If it's a way you can contribute to this thing without – Really having to do too much. You don't have to watch no, it. You just let it run.
0: don't watch it. We
1: have a TikTok, which is ghost town pod. Mm-hmm. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash ghost town pod. That's right. And, you know, your the patronage has been really helpful when uh, we had to replace some equipment from Definitely. the robbery. The actual true Definitely. crime that happened to us.
0: The true crime, it happened to me. I escaped. Yes. By escaped, I mean I slept through it. And was okay, thankfully. And here um, we are. And here we are. And also, too, you know, times are still tough since we started quarantine. If you need a care package, shoot us your address. Yeah. We'll send you some stuff. Yeah. It might be fun.
1: Or if you just want to chat or vent or whatever, we are here for yeah. you waiting for your call. We
0: have no friends. Yeah. Again, like, like our reviewer said.
1: Yeah. Do you want to go back to outer space?
0: Back to the Berkshia's? <laughs> yes. Yes. Or
1: on a... An- Alien it's outer space ship, to me. yeah. It's all it's all outer <laughs> space. Tom Reed, he, he's a, a pretty pretty vocal dude. Yes, he he's somebody who seems to be on the forefront of this, and he. I, I read, I believe it was Tom who said that he's like I never the abduction story is something other people ran with. I don't. Mm-hmm. You'd have to to kind of look into that. But he says, and it's not the first time he's been abducted no 66 and 67 that's right
0: and he said that they all happened in september do you recall him yeah saying that? I, like, I think a- you're spinning are our- like okay 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 but as someone who like you said is, is that his story was taken with and, and ran with by other people he is kind of contributing to the fabric of this
1: yeah so and i think the idea of like i was first Mm-hmm. I get a little bit of that, and mm-hmm. you know, again, could be absolutely wrong. But I, all I all I can do is take things at face value. There's nothing. I don't know him, and mm-hmm. but he. I mean, it's he's these these. You know, they kind of when I was watching this, they make it seem like there's like they're the X Men hiding in among people, and yeah. they can't. But this Secret is there. And, and I believe it's not there. Has been moved, but there is a. Like a plaque, kind of a monument, a monument to yeah. it. So it's not a secret in the town. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to imagine it's probably not terrible for tourism. People like us would probably love to check that out. So love it. I don't think it's, and I'm, listen, I'm sure when you, you know, they say like, well, this is why people can't mm-hmm. reveal these things because there's so many skeptics. And I get that. And yeah. it can't be easy to speak your truth sometimes. And I totally understand that. But it seems like with this, By now, it has been well-spoken before Unsolved Mysteries got their hands on it, because how else would they know that it exists?
0: That's right. And the monument, just to talk a little bit more about that, was at the site where Tom Reed spotted the UFO in 1969. And it says that it is paying tribute to the first historically significant and true alien encounter in the area. So... If you are a part of this group of people who have experienced this, it does feel like this elite club, this, like, society of people who have experienced this thing that also contributes to your town's commerce, really.
1: I also, I mean, I question how, I mean, I I, I suppose none of these people could have known each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like there's got to be, sometimes I feel like, is is that necessarily, like, 100% true? Or is that just make because a lot of people – like, the story is so interesting. None of these people knew each other and they all experienced the same thing. Is that or, – or was there – you know, that thing where things are spoken and then they're born and then they morph into mm-hmm. things. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it is it all – that's their narrative and that's all we can – Yeah, and I'm sure –
0: Think about them talking to each other for the first time and being like, "This happened to me. This happened to me. I saw you. You were familiar to me. We have this kinship." They talk about having this kinship with people that they didn't specifically didn't hang out with. Right? And even if
1: you remember retroactively, like, I don't know if it actually happened the way I said it did.
0: Mm-hmm. Would you?
1: Would you change your story? Would you be like, "Well, I want. I still want to be a part of this. So yeah. that's got to be enough for me."
0: There's no room for backpedaling with this stuff because you've met these people. You're all. A lot of these people still live here, and it gets bigger and bigger and the mythology gets more substantial and suddenly you're on TV and it's like you you can't go back after that.
1: Also part of the narrative and this is super important that it was phones are ringing off the hook with the police station and the radio station which is probably one of my key things mm. that I really zeroed in on yeah. pretty hard. Uh-oh. And if you're looking for any documentation it does not exist. Yes. In 50 years it doesn't exist and I do understand that some people are like listen it's the late 60s you're being a cra- it's like crackpot mm-hmm. ish and I get that maybe they're like why bother no one's going to leave it or if they get a call it's like we're not writing down every crackpot thing that happened mm-hmm. and I understand that but in the vo- again we're not speaking to anybody who's like yeah I was a, you know I I was um a clerk, a police officer, mm-hmm. a secretary. Uh, I yeah, I remember us getting a whole bunch of calls. And I was like, some of these sound like kids. But there, there's none of that. And yeah. and it was a long time ago. But – or are they like, hey, do you want to be on this? Uh, you know, you got a lot of – it's like, I don't get any calls. What are you talking about getting calls? It's like, forget yeah. it. We're not having you on exactly. this thing.
0: Well, for me, I think you – the for you, the radio station is a big thing. For me, it's the police ledger where, I mean – I think you are obligated by law to write down every call or complaint that comes in if it is bogus or not. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a trained police person, but there's nothing in there except a guy getting pissed off that someone threw garbage in his lawn.
1: And that was, I guess, worth noting
0: yeah, so that's worth noting, but you can't note a bunch of calls about a UFO. Or,
1: you know, just like, hey, listen, uh, saw some really bright lights. Maybe they're like, hey, is there a convoy of trucks rolling through our yeah. town? It could be – that'd be something at least worth – because not everyone said, hi, UFO is here, bye. Yeah. It was like, hey, you like know, alien there's is- something strange going on in this town. There's, you know, e- even if they're like, is there floodlights or something, none of that was worth mm-hmm. writing down. Now, the radio station got a ton of calls, mm-hmm. right? You know that from the guy who works there now, now who was not there then. Who is
0: 36 or something.
1: The guy who was there, he only left in 2012. He has passed away. I looked that up in 2012. <laughs> oh. That's why he's not there anymore. Yeah. Who would have been great to have on this. Oh, my God. Understandably. And I went back and I was like, well, let's see if, you know, what does this guy, what does this, this guy Tom J mm-hmm. have to say? And there's an article from the Berkshire Eagle BerkshireEagle.com, Great okay. Barrington okay they talk about you know how he you know died at 70 it's a nice tribute to him and they talk about all the strange things he's kind of experienced as a radio DJ
0: mm-hmm.
1: not one of them mentions this town fame town famous UFO and this is from 2012 so mm-hmm. by then the town was aware of this
0: I mean they have a monument at this point.
1: Not, not mentioned – they mentioned uh, the tornado. They There was a tornado in 1995 that killed people. Mm-hmm. And he also said the broadcaster recalled seeing an ominous green sky from his home on Blue Hill Road. Nothing to do with that. That's the yeah. – that's not anything to do with that. And he – they're trying to – you know, they're you know, celebrating. but Not mm-hmm. one mention of this guy in 1969 in the town where it's not a secret getting so many calls – Again, you don't get any yeah. – it's only firsthand or fourthhand, True. And that, to me, in that – where that's where the problem lies.
0: Yeah. I think that's true. There. To play devil's advocate with that, though, the t- I know that there is a type of person out there that would be like, this is not true, and therefore I can't accept right. yes, it. yes, yes. I don't want to talk about it. It's so preposterous. I can see a faction of that happening in this town in 1969. Yes. I can't say if it's this guy – but just to say, maybe he's like, "I this is so insane." He does talk about the lights, though. So
1: no, but that's separate. The yeah, light. I know.
0: The, but like, okay. even like that seems like a little pinhole entry point sometimes. So I can see someone yeah. like that, like an old school, old guard cop, radio station guy. You know, someone where they're they've just can't even indulge or. Consider.
1: What do you think would happen if he was, you know, he died at seventy? It's not too much. So he'd mm-hmm. have been, you know. Uh, it was like in his late 70s mm-hmm. when they, you know, they probably did the interview within the last couple of years. So he'd be yeah. 70 something. You're not too old to be in yeah. a, on Netflix. What do you think he would have to say if he agreed to go on the show?
0: Well, clearly from this, nothing. And they wouldn't have put him on the show.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and how many people are like that, that they discover? They're like,
0: I saw nothing. And they're like, you're cut from the show because we can't enforce that narrative
1: exactly so that was where it would have been nice to have a balance or maybe even somebody who was like hey listen i'm a meteorologist Mm -hmm. i went back and looked at weather patterns Mm -hmm. on that date and anything to be like well yeah there was a week like there's just no counter it's just we're all going to tell you a story yeah and the only thing to support it is that we it all happened to us on the same day And that's what we're telling you. And that's Mm -hmm. enough to be like, well, isn't that weird? Well, no, it's it's not necessarily weird. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. You know, I can say me and a couple of my friends, yeah, you know, we all had lunch with Barack Obama. No one else was there. Mm -hmm. Take, well, he said it. And why would we all say it if it wasn't true? Yeah,
0: that's a big, that's a big theory is that this town is kind of in on this. They also, to be fair, do make a point. I mean, they talk much more about being believed, but they do make a point to talk about the radio and them not having any records and the ledger not having any records. So they're like, okay, here's this as a counterpoint to this. But then we spend a lot of time, especially at the end. I was like, this could have ended like 15 minutes earlier where they're like, believe me, nobody believes me. I had to change. I couldn't date anyone. The guy was like, I didn't date because I'm, I was abducted.
1: Yeah. I I think it really kind of molds their It becomes, you know, who Mm -hmm. they are, and we find that a lot with a lot of – you know, you don't want to necessarily let that go. Part of me kind of looks at the story – is this really a story about six different people and not Mm -hmm. really about UFO abductions? Yeah. Because it's really just them. They're interesting, and it's an interesting episode, but it's Mm -hmm. not something where it's like – what? there's nothing compelling with it. It's just are these people interesting, Mm -hmm. and they're all talking about this thing that happened to them – 50 years ago mm-hmm. and it's all from memory essentially yeah. right and there's no yeah. pa- there's no past down well here here's my journal from uh nothing zero uh, there's one other thing this is yeah. a little conspiracy
0: oh yeah i like that i have a couple couple of those myself so this is
1: from wgbh.org there's a guy they quote named david Ise, isy i-s-y mm-hmm. and everyone parrots this quote of him being the manager there mm. i do not find this dude mm. have any connection i do find a david isby oh who's uh been there since 1988 okay. that works in sales
0: oh
1: i do not find and everyone parrots the same if you go down you look at anything everyone parrots the same David Izy says, mm-hmm. yeah, I was there, definitely. I remember getting all these things. You I cannot find David Izy at wgbh.org and if I'm wrong, please 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 correct Ooh. me. I find a David I's B. Is that a huge coincidence that there's a guy with one letter that mm-hmm. works at the same radio station? That's in sales, so it's not him, and it, he doesn't make any claims. So uh-huh. all these sites are like, yeah, David Eyes, and it's always the same quote. It's not. There's no differentiation mm. of it.
0: That is very weird. I don't like that. Um, but really- I could be wrong,
1: and if you're out, if you're out there and you know something different, please. Inst- but don't just show me a bunch of the same quote yeah. on a bunch of different <laughs> blogs. <because> that's
0: <laughs> what you found. Yeah, yeah you know, I, that, you've the, been there. Yeah,
1: I've been there. You've I want to find. And I did the work. I mean, I I did the work as best I could without hiring a private investigator. Yeah.
0: You can't get back to the source of something like what are we even talking about here? Which which really is really gives credence to the fact that maybe the whole town is corroborating on this story. And I was trying to look up um, as you were talking. There's this. It's called like the devil's something. Um and it's about essentially the same thing happening. It's about a, a family, like a big family making up this whole horrific story about abuse and and satanism and it's
1: like the Enfield post poltergeist which yeah, we've discussed and totally. like, you know, it could be the DeFeo murder in the Amityville horror, it could be any of these things where mm-hmm. everyone is just kind of like this is the story we're telling.
0: Yeah. And again, if it becomes such a Big, larger-than-life tale and identity for a town. Like, why? I wouldn't let it Who go. Who are you? I'm no
1: – I mean, if, if I – it, yeah. If I had some – I would not let it go either. I would mm-hmm. do the exact same thing. So I'm not above that or, or you know, trying to take a high horse stance on exactly. it. I would do the exact same thing.
0: Or is there something – just one small thing that happened I was thinking about? Maybe weird lights or some type of a thing, and then it gets blown up into something bigger. So the narrative – it's not like it's not true, but it's become such a game of telephone – you're telling – look, I'm telling
1: the is. same story I've told for a long time, but how did that story get to the point where – it was that
0: mm-hmm. – Yeah, exactly. And then there's also uh, talks online of it being a secret government experiment, never yes. getting drugged.
1: Um, also, is was right after the moon landing.
0: Yes, it was, and that kind
1: of divert I, from the moon landing. And that's, uh, you know, people have moon on their mind. They have mm-hmm. a- alien stuff in their mind. Everyone's spaceship looks like the spaceships that they show in sure. novels and in movies and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's weird that the people that are making the novels and movies knew exactly what the alien spaceships looks like. Or are you getting mm-hmm. it from there yeah. and saying, that's what I saw? The chicken
0: or the egg? Like, is it referential? Did you make this up? I know. And that's what I, I have such a problem with alien and i agree with you too i'm like what are the chances and jared diamond he's um has this book called the third chimpanzee about evolution he talks about evolution and other planets which is so interesting and i kind of agree with him in that how what are the chances there there are places where other life might be able to happen who knows of course we happened but that the chances that they look so much like us, that they are recognizable as human, they're, they're not some crazy, you know, mold spores or completely unrecognizable as life is far less so. Well, it's
1: our brains, but just 10% bigger. Yeah. It's heads. like they
0: look like close encounters of a third kind kind of a thing. Like, it's probably not going to be like that. So I always hate hearing – and I love – again, the the cover of Communion. With the alien head, love it, love that book. Growing up, will never stop thinking about it when I think about this alien stuff. Where it's like most of that was made up, conjecture. You know, this is more of that. Like it, it does feel like it's more piled on alien mythology versus new things that we haven't heard or seen.
1: And we did episode one of this. If you're just not familiar, mm-hmm. just just recently, so if you want to listen to that. We did. Mr. on the Rooftop, uh, the Ray Rivera case, mm-hmm. were a little less <laughs> c- c- cynical. Clearly, yeah. It's a tiny bit less cynical, but this is a very, you know, it's a totally different case, but if you want to hear
0: Yeah, and I think it's hard us. because I think I'm always prepared to, like, I think I know where you're coming from when we're preparing yeah. for this. You're open. I'm open. Yeah. I'm open to it. But this one, it is really hard. And I'm, I think that the way that it was constructed really bugs me. Like, there was so much excess... Footage of people being like, believe me, believe me. By the end, I was like, ah, okay, I I'm believe you. Great. Well, Congratulations. The,
1: the thing is, you know, it, it always can be answered away. It's like, one, uh, well, why is it, you know, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Right? That's why there's nothing there. Or two, is like, well, the reason we didn't say anything is because no one believes us. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And these are really nice, seemingly nice, interesting people. That's what I'm saying. This episode mm-hmm. is more of... Let's look at these six people from the from the Berkshires mm-hmm. and have them tell a story about a day in, in 1969 more than it's compelling UFO stuff. And the fact that they're all telling a story about the same day doesn't prove anything. No, and
0: also it's all very different. Like the things that are interesting about each story don't repeat themselves that much. Like the idea of someone being told in their mind to go out or go home – you know, another story where people are switched in the car. Like their their stories are all like different and the same and it's like don't feel very consistent. So if you are from there or if you are familiar with that area and have any information, like please, yes, please. contact us. We are thirsty for more info. Yeah, we 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 want
1: we want it. We want context. We mm-hmm. I would love to be proved wrong on all of these things. Yeah. absolutely and it's you know it's listen, it's not easy to prove me. Wrong or right, and that's not what this is about. I'm not looking, mm-hmm. for, I'm looking for that. But it was interesting to talk about, remember Melanie, who just disappeared? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just looking at some some chatter online. When she tells a story, she's like, only mentions her sister, who says her sister believes her but doesn't remember the event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's it. So you have one person. That was pretty yeah. too young. I mean, you know, could be too young and theoretically could not remember. But But that's, that's literally – I mean, if your
0: child
1: – disappeared yeah
0: you're talking about these these events that define these people by their admission not ours they are traumatic events they are very charged the whole family is involved in some way and i don't i mean at two years old you don't like i get it if you're an infant but like so many things like that are pretty memorable you'd think someone would remember even just the feeling of what it felt like
1: It's not even a story. Like, yeah, my parents found me by this Martian. They said, hey, why did did you run out of the car? Mm -hmm. There's none of that. It's just like, yeah, I did. I, you know, alien, via alien, I was teleported out and was somewhere else. Yeah. And my parents were like, well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And also this episode needs to hold up to the rest of the episodes, which is, again, I think probably a very challenging thing for the people that produce this episode because it is so different It is based on storytelling versus evidence. Obviously, the other episodes, first of all, are more current, too. I don't believe anyone is as old as this one. And they have just so much more to hang their hat on. So this episode feels like it's kind of like trying to catch up in these ways that don't make it as satisfying.
1: And also, it's you know, there's there's no. Hey, listen, if you have more information, please let us yeah, know. I mean, like, they, I'm if you're sure they alien, do, Call yeah. us. I'm sure they would like that. With these other ones, that are really trying to solve some of yeah. these things and bring some closure to people. And I don't think people are looking necessarily for closure. I mean, if they've some of them have taken polygraph tests and passed, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: again, you only, I believe you believe it. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily make it true.
0: Yeah, or mm- this variation of truth that maybe and, isn't. Satisfying. And I
1: don't think that you're lying just mm-hmm. to pull a fast one over anybody i don't believe that that's Mm -mm. that's happening so you know so
0: if you're an alien and you have information on this abduction yeah take your bamboo limb and pick up a phone don't call the radio station (laughs) though; they'll ignore it